Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of our Tee to Green Winter Rules Podcast presented by Golf Dojo with our Tee to Green team with you this week, Brian Colziel and Jeff Blank. Uh, our Kevin Sylvester is actually in the air right now on his way to Hawaii. He'll be working Lucky the him. first. Yes, he'll be working the first two events uh, for PGA Tour Radio. So uh, you can listen to Kevin uh, on PGA Tour Radio this weekend for the Century, which is what we're going to be talking about. Uh, and PGA Pro Jeff Metis is uh, busy going back and forth in between the two dojo locations. Uh, it is uh, wild and woolly between those two places right now. Jeff Blank, everybody wanting to get in their indoor time here as we're in the in the crust of winter months, have we reached the halfway point of winter without even snow on the ground yet? It's amazing. Yeah. I can't remember the last time we've had such little snow on the ground, been able to play a little golf in December outside, but obviously a lot of golf inside at golf dojo. So really appreciate the uh, multiple locations now, multiple options uh, to be able to golf indoors. Yeah. If you aren't a regular listener of our podcast, uh, our friends at golf dojo, big reason why we are on the air here doing our weekly podcast and uh, Mm that they have a location on Transit Road in Williamsville, right across from the Eastern Hills Mall, and also now another one across from the Boulevard Mall area uh, on Niagara Falls Boulevard in Tonawanda. MyGolfDojo.com to get more information uh, on becoming a member, which gives you access to great private bay experiences where you can work on your game, practice, get the numbers. You can take family, friends, kids, have a great time. uh, So again, MyGolfDojo.com. My kids won't stop asking to go, so... Created a monster. I've created a couple monsters at home. That's, right? Right. <laughs> that's, that's great news. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we are now officially in, ha- in uh, 2024. Happy New Year, Jeff, by the way, and to our listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Hope you had a nice holiday. I did. Thank you. Um, so that means the turn of the calendar means the start officially of the PGA Tour season 2024 version. And as we mentioned, uh, as Kevin is out heading to Hawaii for two tournaments, uh, the Century Tournament is this week. And Jeff, it's a little bit different of a format. Uh, normally this event would be exclusively only to yeah. people that have won PGA tour events in the 2023 portion, but not so this year, it changes just a little. Yeah. So now that what the top 50 from the previous year's, uh, FedEx cup along with any tour winner, uh, from 2023 is now eligible uh, to participate. So that actually totals, I think 59 in the field, uh, this week at the century. So it's actually, it's the first tournament since the, uh, the horrific fires uh, over there in Hawaii as well. So it's probably going to take on a little different meaning this year as, as opposed to the previous year. So, yeah, I'm sure that uh, if, as you watch the broadcast or listen to the broadcast, they'll be talking quite a bit about how yeah. if you want to help donate to uh, help the cause to the recovery efforts. Uh, you know, we know this country going through many, you know, natural disasters. And this is just a, another example of it where exactly. I know people come together yep. and the P- PGA tour are doing such a good job with uh, raising money. So I'm sure a lot of that will happen this week uh, out for the folks in Maui. Um, this event is always fun, Jeff, for me. And I'm sure for many, uh, because we get to watch golf at night. So for those that, maybe, yes. <laughs> that work, work the normal nine to five shifter or something along those lines, yep. uh, maybe at night you put the kids to bed or you're, you're settling in to relax and uh, maybe just, uh, you know, taking some golf. It's live golf on at night, which is fun for all of us here on the East coast. Yeah. And Kapalua. So it's a course that many people know. Some people may have even played if they've traveled over to to Hawaii, but it, it's definitely a, a familiar event of the uh, Hawaii swing on the Bermuda grass and everything. So yeah, looking forward to some night golf. Definitely. That's yeah. always fun. So let's, before we get into the specifics of this event, uh, and we know we also are going to have your weekly bet segment on video, which we'll talk about here uh, in just a few minutes, uh, but just some of the storylines of the 2024 season, we know a big one 
of course, just happened in the sense that uh, the PGA Tour uh, lost, I guess you'd say, its battle with John Rahm, uh, who will be heading to live. But there are still a ton of big names uh, that'll be a part of this PGA Tour season. And uh, I think, Jeff, you know, when you look at the depth of the field, that's what we keep saying all the time. Well, a player leaves for live. You mentioned it all the time. Like, well, within a few months, we're going to have another new star uh, to talk about. And I, I think that that's one thing for sure that we can probably say is that these fields, although maybe it doesn't have John Rahm or maybe it doesn't have uh, Cam Smith or maybe it doesn't have Dustin Johnson or Brooks Kepka, um, there are going to be the next wave of stars coming in and we're going to learn about them. And I think that, uh, you know, the excitement that we normally see on the PGA tour is going to be there, including what we see this week in Hawaii. Yeah. And I, I think a name that's going to come up frequently, obviously the Ryder cup, he performed very well, but Ludwig Aberg, Oberg, how are we pronouncing this again? Mm -hmm. Oberg. Oh, uh, I think you're going to see him Aberg, yeah. shine, shine <laughs> this, this year and, and even this week in the, in the century. So he's going to be part of the field. So you're going to get a lot more maybe hungry golfers. I'm not going to say that the people that went to live are not hungry golfers, but what you're seeing a trend, at least with a lot of the recent movement is uh, prior major winners, like, like you mentioned, Cam Smith, Dustin Johnson, John Rahm, who have their status set in, in majors already have departed. I think you're going to see a hungrier group in the PGA tour to try to replace those big names. And I think they have the opportunity to do that. I think there's up and comers like Ludwig uh, over that uh, can fill those shoes. And you've got a lot of these, I guess you, we could label them now PGA tour veterans that are maybe looking to have a bounce back year. And I'll start with Justin Thomas. We know he was a yeah. guy that we debated quite a bit, Jeff, about whether or not he should have been on the Ryder cup team or not. We know we missed the FedEx cup playoffs and um, yep. I know he's probably a guy that's excited to turn the page to 2024 and have kind of a what would consider for him maybe a kind of a recovery year in some sense. Yeah, and I, I think you mentioned there's Justin Thomas for sure, getting that that putter going, keeping the uh, driver in play. You know, Jordan Spieth to a, a certain degree uh, of dominance, maybe same with him, keeping the driver in play. And then you got guys like we've talked about Matt Kuchar, you know, that has kind of fallen off quite a bit, but could see a resurgence with him as well, Adam Scott. Um, so yeah, there, there's plenty of veterans out there that I think can can rebound in 2024. And hey, not having John Rahm in the field isn't going to hurt their chances of doing that. So I think they could look at this as an opportunity as well to, to get back in the spotlight and back in the winner circle. What does it mean for a player like Scotty Scheffler or Rory McIlroy or Victor Hovland? I mean, these three finished right at the top of the PGA Tour. They would probably be, you know, if you said now, name the big three. I think I just did right there in terms of just the expectations of where they left off last year. Hovland finished as the FedEx cup winner playing as good as anybody to finish the season. Scheffler statistically had an incredible year. Yeah. And McElroy, who's always going to be in the headlines because of his star power had so many opportunities to win tournaments last year, even the majors. Uh, so I, I look to those three again to probably kind of carry the face of the tour. Yeah, maybe transitioning a little bit um, from a betting perspective, uh, it's going to be more difficult or, or, or you have less of a justification to bet on a McElroy or a Scheffler. With, with Rahm out of the picture, now their odds are going to go down, right? So I know you and I have talked about if you bet Scotty Scheffler top 10, you know, all of 2023, the amount of money you could have made. But mm -hmm. now those, those odds are going to be even slimmer and slimmer uh, with Rahm out of the picture. So you'd always head into a tournament. It would be Rahm, McElroy, Scheffler that would have under – uh, 10 to one odds. And I think they're going to even be less. I mean, Scotty Scheffler this week is plus 550 to win. So I think you're going to see more lines like that. It's going to be more difficult to kind of pick a winner like that and actually kind of take those 550 odds. But 
Um, that's what I think you're going to see with a ROM exiting uh, the building, so to speak. How about guys like Cantlay, Shoffley, uh, Morikawa? I mean, these are just names that have been, you know, steady on the PGA Tour here. Maybe not the star power level that we mentioned already with yeah. like JT and Spieth, but these are guys that we know talent-wise are probably just as good. Um, but they probably are all, in some sense, looking to maybe be more consistent coming up here in this next calendar. Yeah, I mean, some of those guys, they need to develop that that closing mentality that some of the, you know, Roy McElroy's John Robbins have the ability to win the big tournaments and, and really show up. I mean, they're very consistent uh, on a week-to-week -week basis, you know, top 10s, top 20s, but they haven't really been able to close to the degree of a Scotty Scheffler or a Roy McElroy. So I I'm looking for, like you said, one of those guys to kind of step up. Maybe it's Cantlay this year. Uh, a lot of eyes on him, a lot of uh, conjecture about him now on the, the the players, what policy board and whatnot, and the influence he has on the PGA Tour. Um, he needs to kind of take that next step in his career. He'll just be another guy that's just contending, 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 but can't seem to get it get it done, at least in the majors and some of the other major tournaments. What do you make of a guy that uh, kind of came on the scene last year, Tom Kim? We know he had a really, really uh, kind of breakthrough area there where all of a sudden he was performing really well, playing in a lot of events. Uh, he'll be yeah. in this event. Uh, what do you forecast for maybe for him for this season? A bounce back for sure. I, I think last year was a little bit of a disappointment for him. Um, I think the prior year he came on the scene, uh, he started to get a lot of attention, you know, endorsements. And I think he struggled uh, last year a little bit. He's a great ball striker. There's no doubt about it, but um, I think he needs to kind of refocus his efforts this year. And I, I certainly see a bounce back here. I could see multiple victories for Tom Kim this year. Yeah. So, I mean, we look at the PGA tour schedule here. And it does have some changes, uh, but it also kind of has some of its familiarity for those that, uh, you know, are thinking about 2024. It's got the two opening events in Hawaii. Then it takes the West Coast swing where the majority of the tournaments will be in California. We will have the waste management open in Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, but I think four of that next five uh, end up being in California. And then towards March, heads towards Florida and Texas before it sets up for the Masters uh, to start off April. So that look will kind of play out similar. Uh, and also we got news this week, Jeff, that the PGA tour and PIF, we know the group, the investment group yep. um, closer there. We're thinking was the deadline supposed to happen to emerge already. They've at least publicly announced Jeff that uh, they've extended the deadline. They hope to have it done by master's time or even before, but at least that buys them a little bit more time. We even talked about that on our previous podcast, that, that, extension might have been a possibility yeah and i thought it was interesting obviously the news came out with the extension and i think at the end of the day something is going to get done obviously i don't have any inside information about that but even looking at phil mickelson with his his tweets recently kind of echoing kind of the same that he expects you know over time maybe it's mid this year that uh, all the players will be coming together so he he even emphasized some some optimism and you can say what you will about phil and his his comments and his forecasting of what's going to happen. But it, it seems like everybody's roughly on the same page to try to get this done. I think they will uh, eventually. There's to me, no reason not to at this point uh, with everything that's happened. And it, it seems to be the best for both uh, tours and, you know, DP world tour included in that. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I just, I, I'm sick of talking about it. I think we're all yeah, sick of talking about, about it. it. Yeah. Uh, we just want to watch the best golfers play together as often as possible which i think that's ever you know yeah. what everybody's in agreement with and actually going back on what you were saying before about you know traveling to different areas you were on the west coast texas florida uh the t degree uh, t2g buffalo uh twitter account posted a, a nice video of 
kind of if you were to fly an airplane to all these events where yeah. it would take you and it, it's really a, quite a cool uh video so i encourage the audience to check that out as well yeah i love it it's the globe and the planes yeah. going here to here to here to here yeah check it out on our uh, on our twitter handle uh, at one of those one of those things if, if you want to be you think you want to be a pga tour take a look at that how much flying you have to do uh yeah if, and if you can even afford it some people have to drive and you know take an rv or something so it's an interesting lifestyle and remember too there's a caddy and a trainer and an yeah. agent and a swing coach and well, some people want their family like it's you know going with them and sometimes they do sometimes they don't but i mean there's a lot that goes into that than just the player and his clubs going from place to place yeah it's yeah really the, the, co the cozy old entourage that needs to go from tour right. stop to tour stop for sure there's a lot there i know um, all right. So let's talk a little bit about uh, what you're going to be doing each week. Uh, I know you did it last year and uh, gained a lot of popularity. Uh, kudos to our friends at Batavia Downs Gaming for also being back and uh, being the presenting sponsor for forecapping your, yeah. your blanks bets here. Tell everybody a little bit about uh, what they should be looking for each week. Yeah. So a, lo a lot of different content. I, I kind of like being able to start fresh in January with a new season. The wraparound schedule made it a little difficult to kind of piece everything together, but basically with this, the century here, uh, we're going to be starting off with the, the normal schedule of events, we'll say. So today I posted the value chart that I uh, publish each week where I try to plot a player's uh, odds to win the tournament versus a score that I, I calculate using some data that's available uh, through the PGA Tour and ShotLink and all that stuff. We look at strokes gain, a lot of different statistics for, a ver for specific events for the century in that course and what plays well at that course. And I try to plot, um, you know, what value is out there from a player betting perspective. And that goes out on either Mondays or Tuesdays this week. It's Tuesday and Wednesday, I'll be posting the video of my blanks bets of the week. So I'll, I'll finally pick which bets I'm going to seek each week. Normally it's about five bets that I'll, I'll look at each week and I'll provide some justification of why uh, I'm seeking these bets. And then on Thursday through Sunday, assuming it's a, a regular scheduled tournament Thursday through Sunday, I'll be posting daily, uh, matchup recommendations, bets that could be anywhere from matchups between two players might look at an over or under score. So it could vary each day of, of what bets will post. And then obviously I'll post a summary on Sunday, how we did. So uh, really enjoy doing the videos. Uh, Batavia Downs has been a great uh, sponsor of this. So I um, encourage you guys to, to check out some of the content. So I'll be posting it both on Jeff Blank at T2G uh, on Twitter and Instagram, but then also T2G uh, Buffalo on Twitter and Instagram as well. And if Jeff uh, does well, which we're putting pressure on him to do, uh, last year we raised some money for the first tee of Western New York. We're going to actually yeah. present that check uh, soon to the first tee, so uh, over $500 worth. So kudos to, again, Batavia Downs for supporting our efforts and uh, and for Jeff for putting in his effort each week to do that. And uh, make sure you follow Jeff yep. uh, as well here along our social media handles on Instagram and Twitter. So when you post this value chart here, uh, it's mm -hmm. you know, the math guy in me loves it. It's the four quadrants, but four quadrants. Tell, every, tell everybody it's technically, what, it's, it's technically six on there now, but yes. Oh, you're right. Officially that way. What, what should folks look at when they see that chart? Like what is the, what is the meaning behind if they're way to the right, way to the left, a pie down low, kind of, yep. what is that kind of going into? Yeah. So I get that actually that question a lot. I'm glad you, you asked it. Yeah. So if you look at the chart, there's, a separator, basically vertically, it's a bold uh, line. You want to focus on the players to the right of that bold line. Those are the players that I consider have value. So if you see the value with the double plus marks, that means they have really nice value in terms of the higher odds that they have versus the performance. 
uh, the middle column, the value plus is kind of where I focus most of my attention. Um, you know, the highest maybe probability that you can get uh, a good value. So like this week, Eric Cole's uh, standing out of my uh, chart this week. You got the chalk pick. So that's anything under 2000 plus 2000 or 20 to one odds um, with scoring high above 800 composite score. So anything to the left of that median line there are, are players that I would say you should probably avoid. But, you know, at times, you know, you might have a player on that left side that ends up winning the tournament. It's not a perfect model, but it's trying to take a mathematical approach um, in terms of value and who, who we think is best to bet on. So you can kind of almost eliminate half the field on the left-hand side and focus your attention to the right-hand side. And again, when you say value, that means in terms of what you see possibly happening based upon the course and also maybe what their betting odds are, right, too? Because there's, as Correct. you mentioned earlier, like you could bet Scotty Scheffler every week and be like, oh, well, he's, that's a great yeah. bet. But you're also, in terms of the, the bang for the buck, I guess, is maybe the value in this too, right? Yeah, and a good yeah. example, you know, hopefully people can reference the chart, but this week I have Scotty Scheffler and Eric Cole. They're relatively close in terms of scoring. So what that means is scoring relative to performance against what works at Kapalua. And then also I'll use, you know, recent performance. Now, in this case, a lot of people have had off, so I'm not really valuing recent performance in the model this week. So it's mostly course fit. Uh, so like an Eric Cole and a Scotty Scheffler, they're very close in scoring, but Eric Cole's at 60 to one and Scott Jeffers at plus 50, huge difference in value in terms of the odds. So some people might say, why are you picking Eric Cole over Scotty Scheffler? Well, the reason why is that the value and the upside's higher for an Eric Cole versus a Scotty Scheffler, even though there's a high likelihood that Scheffler probably outperforms Cole, but uh, that's somebody why I would keep in mind an Eric Cole this week. All right. We'll be following you for your value charts. Uh, again, yeah. normal schedule Tuesdays and then uh, your video forecapping uh, on Wednesdays. Uh, it will be on Instagram and Twitter at T2G Buffalo. So look for that as well. Uh, you can follow Jeff along the way. Uh, last thing I want to ask you here in terms of odds. Yeah. Who's who's your favorite to win their first major this year in 2024? Uh, Victor Hovland, without a doubt. I think we even looked at that a few weeks ago. It, I don't have it in front of me, but it was something like plus 250 maybe yeah. for him to win a major, uh, win a major this year. Um, and he seems to be trending in the, in the right direction. If that ball striking stays the same and he improved his short game quite a bit, obviously he's not the best. It's almost like Scotty Scheffler in a way. He's not the worst anymore uh, around the greens and that has significantly improved his performance. And I could see him certainly closing a major uh, this year. What about yourself? No, I, I love Hovland. I love watching him. I just, I think yeah. his, I think his attitude is something beyond, of course, you know, what I love to emulate a swing, of course, but well, yeah. um, I love his attitude so much so that like, that is something that I'm going to try to focus myself on too, on the golf course in 2024 is just how he seems to be able to shake off negative shots so well, just, yeah. you know, that kind of free spirit that he has. He's always got the smile, even when he's maybe hitting a shot that he doesn't like. So I'm hoping to yeah. maybe translate, translate a little bit of that th thought process to my own game. Um, I mean, if I was going to give you another answer beyond Hovland, uh, we mentioned, you know, Ludwig Hebert already. Yeah, um, you got to throw him in the mix. Um, I thought last year was maybe the year for Max Homa to finally break through and get his first major. Uh, I don't want to shut the door on him. I think he's very talented yeah. and uh, has an opportunity to do so. Uh, you know, will Will Zalatoris coming back? Just gonna bring him up. Yep. yep. That would be, we know talent wise, he's a guy that could do it. Yeah. And you know, and I I want to throw it in there because he finished the season strong, and that's Ricky Fowler. 
yeah. we know, you know, sentimentally, that's probably the guy that all of us would be rooting for first and maybe get his first major. Yeah, 100%. You, you stole uh, Will Zaltoris from me. Now, what concerns me this year with him is it looks like he's shifting from the arm lock putting style to the broomstick. And I, I just have a fear that he's not really going to capture what works best for him putting wise. And that's been his Achilles heel anyway. Uh, but I mean, ball striking wise, he's been fantastic. Now he's, I think he's tried to alter his swing a little bit to overcome some of the back issues. Cause he's had a very interesting swing that has caused a lot of stress um, on his back. And actually you mentioned, I'm kind of bouncing around here, but Victor Hovland um, kind of em emulating his, his swing. He's got that like inside to out swing, which is really interesting. You don't see that a whole lot on tour, but his ball striking is just phenomenal. Yeah, no, it's, it's really, yeah. really impressive. So all right, well, Jeff, well, we appreciate you uh, for those that like to put wagers on uh, golf each week. Appreciate you giving insight again. Uh, every, uh, again, on a normal schedule week, Tuesdays, he'll have his value chart, Wednesday, his forecapping video. And uh, again, we appreciate our, our friends at Batavia Downs for making that yep. possible this year. Uh, and that'll put a wrap here on this week's edition of our Winter Rules podcast. We'll try to give you some more insight each week on our podcast on the, on the uh, weekly PGA Tour event. But the first two are in Hawaii. Uh, at yep. night golf channel. If you want to listen to Kevin, Kevin Sylvester, part of our TD green team, uh, he will be uh, on the air on PGA tour radio. You can check that out. Sirius XM or on the PGA tour app as well. And uh, go see our friend PGA pro Jeff Metis at golf dojo, which is of course uh, where our winter rules podcast is presented by transit road in Williamsville, Niagara falls Boulevard in Tonawanda. Mygolfdojo.com is the website. Or if you want to get some membership information, we also have some league uh, information that are pushing out. Uh, if you want to get in in the league yeah. or if you have friends or buddies, you want to get a league going, uh, you can contact Jeff over at uh, Golf Dojo. Or if you want to get lessons, you can do that as well. Yeah. You All might right, see us over there. You know, yes. we, we yeah. tend to be there a lot. So, yes, we might see you there too. So don't be afraid to stick your head in if you're on the transit sure. location at uh, our studio. See if we're in the back there. All right, Jeff. Well, we look forward to uh, watching this first event this week. Good luck yeah. with your bets. Appreciate right. it. No, appreciate it. Thank you. All right. For Jeff Blank, I'm Brian Colziel. This has been another edition of our Tee to Green Winner Rules Podcast presented by Golf Dojo. Again, mygolfdojo.com for more information about uh, membership, leagues, lessons with Jeff Metis, and uh, check out their brand new location again on Niagara Falls Boulevard in Tonawanda. For Jeff Blank, I'm Brian Colziel. We'll talk to you next time right here on our Tee to Green Winner Rules Podcast. <laughs>